Hey, welcome back to the Go Coaching Podcast. It's your host, Gabriel Ogin, and I am with my good friend, Kyler Bruno. Say hello, Kyler. Hey, Gabriel. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. Excited to chat with you and um, hopefully bring some value for your listeners. Absolutely. I'm sure you will. You're so full of uh, all this good information on visualization, which is exactly what we're going to talk about. And I, after some chit-chatting with with Kyler, we have decided to do a five-part series on visualization. And I think this is going to bring you guys a ton of value to help you visualize more effectively, because that's something I think personally, I struggled with for a long time. You know, most people think they visualize, they think they meditate, and there's just a lot of things you can do to make it more effective, right? So today, Kyler and I are going to go into um, one, the first step of the five to visualize more effectively, right, Kyler? So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about the first step, and then we'll dive into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for people that are first hearing um, me on the podcast, just to give you guys uh, a a kind of an idea of who I am, um, I've been working with Gabriel for, man, it's probably been seven or eight months now. Um, I'm a co-founder of a mobile application called OnRoutine, which you can find on the Apple App Store and uh, Google Play Store. And what we do within our app is build people personalized and guided uh, visualization. So um, been in the visualization space now for a while. So um, yeah, happy to be here and, and go into a little bit of detail on some of the uh, steps to make your visualization feel more real, which step one is bringing your senses into your visualization, right? So bringing the five senses. Um, so I'm sure we all know what the, which, which, sense, which senses these are. There's smell, sound, uh, touch, taste, and sight. Basically, just want to kind of start with what senses are. They're basically the way that we interact with our environment, right? So um, those senses allow us to basically understand where we are in the world and allows us to experience the world, right? And each sense gives us uh, another way to experience the world, right? Um, But I kind of want to talk about first how those, how senses um, affect us internally and then get to the benefit of adding your senses in the visualization because I think there's a little bit of education on that that I'm sure, sure some of your listeners already are aware of but for you know for some of the people that may not be aware of mm-hmm. um, some of how our senses engage us internally so basically um, our senses you know like I mentioned before allow us to interact with our environment and the way that they engage us internally is through our nervous system, right? And our nervous system has basically three parts, our brain, our spinal cord, and our nerve network, right? And our nerve network is basically the network of nerves that allow us to feel everything in our body and, and, and whatnot and, and engage the, uh, the environment that we're in. Um, you know, interestingly enough, our nerve network the, for the average human adult is about 46 miles long, right? So oh, wow. that's how many nerves, uh, how long these wires are internally in our, in our body, which is just bizarre uh, for one, but also pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Um, now to kind of give an example of how our senses work internally, I'm just gonna take us through one. So if I like, if I have, you guys can see my hand here. If I put my five fingers down on my desk, um, what happens internally is an electric current 
gets shot up from those uh, touch receptors. So I have touch receptors in my fingers, electric current gets brought up into my nervous system and then into my brain basically, right? And my brain then interprets that electric current and then makes basically two decisions. What the feeling is that we're feeling, which is me touching, you know, feeling my, feeling the contact points of my finger on the desk. That's happening internally in my brain. And then also my brain makes the decision on how to react, right? So maybe keeping my fingers there, maybe pulling my hand off or maybe putting my whole, full hand down on my desk, right? But the reason why I'm illustrating this is to kind of give an example of, you know, that our brain is the one that actually makes the decisions on what right. we're feeling in our fingers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, although we we're feeling the contact of my fingers on the desk through my fingers, it's actually happening internally in my brain, right? Wow. So, Never thought of that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bizarre, and it's the same with like it's the same with all of our senses, right? So, you know, with sight, we're not necessarily seeing everything right in front of us. What our eyes do is our eyes take in basically light rays, brings in light. And then our brain interprets that light and portrays an image in our mind, right? Yeah. So it's all happening within our mind. It's not actually happening, you know, <laughs> but it's all, our interpretation of it is all happening within our own mind, right? Yeah. So, which is really interesting, right? Yeah. Because all of our nerves, basically, they allow us to engage our, our, excuse me, all of our senses allows us to engage our environment, but the entire experience is happening within our brain. And so when we talk about visualization, right, which is basically envisioning yourself, closing your eyes and envisioning um, uh, something in your mind that you want to accomplish in, re in the real world, mm -hmm. you can actually bring all those senses into your mind, right? So that's why when you close your eyes and envision something, you can envision seeing something, hearing something, smelling something, tasting something and touching something without actually doing it because that's just how your brain works, right? So it's super important to bring these senses into your visualization experience because it makes the visualization feel more real, right? Mm -hmm. And if it feels more real, what happens is your brain, you know, if it feels more real and you're, um, and you're repetitive with your use of visualization, your brain really starts to change and shift based off neuroplasticity, right? Neuroplasticity is basically the way that our brain changes due to our previous experiences in life, right? So by visualizing and adding these senses in, you're making these experiences feel very, very real. And your brain basically changes and shifts and aligns more to the visualize it, to the vision that you're having in the real world, right? So your subconscious mind starts to align more properly to what you're envisioning. You start to identify more opportunities for accomplishing the goals that you are, you are envisioning. So mm -hmm. kind of circling back, it's super important to bring in these senses into your experience because it, it just makes the experience feel more real. And yeah. also, you know, when we're not visualizing, that's where all of our experiences are happening anyway. It's already happening in our brain. So it's pretty natural uh, from that perspective. And so that's why they say like, whether you visualize it or it actually happens, your brain doesn't know the difference, like not at all, right? Yeah, it's, it's it, your brain has a very, very hard time, you know, telling the difference between a visualization and something that's real, right? So, you know, I know you and I have chatted about this on previous podcasts, but it's a lot of, you know, a lot of this can actually be negative too. You know, mm -hmm. the way that you, you know, you utilize your brain 
and um, you know, mental experiences, it just happens. You can either use it for positive or, or negative things, right? So a lot of people get into mental traps, you know, of building up anxiety over things that may never happen or was never going to happen, right? Yeah. They feel pretty, they feel pretty dang real, don't they? And they, okay, I think oftentimes if you focus on it enough, it happens. And then you, you're like, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. It's like, you sure did. <laughs> yeah, you brought it to life because you focused right. so much onto it, right? right? And, you know, there's another really interesting thing, you know, obviously with visualization is um, selective memory, right? So we start to, once we go through these experiences enough, we start to selectively see these things in the real world. For example, like when I got my new, when I got a new car, you just see a bunch of new cars, right? Yeah. When you get a certain dog, let's say, you just start seeing that dog everywhere, right? So those are like, anyways, I guess what I'm going at with that is the more that you focus on something, the more that you're going to see it anyways, yeah. right? Just because your senses are kind of heightened for identifying that out there. Absolutely. And I, I, it's like, I mean, basically it comes down to the old saying, your thoughts become things, you know? And I, people, I really think people don't grasp the the like how important it is to hold your thoughts in front of you as much as possible and that's something we talked about last time is that I, I i believe that people who do great things you know higher production you know in business let's just say more successful or sports these athletes that are just like out of this world it's because they basically just hold that thought in their mind the longest right and more specific and like for a basketball player to visualize winning the championship let's say for them to visualize the ball the court the crowd the, mm -hmm. the heat the sound of the ball going through the net it's easier because they've been there they've been at the games and they have those sounds like you're saying you're saying about the senses you know, it's all working in their favor as opposed to somebody, let's say, that wants to be a championship basketball player, but yeah. they haven't been in the situation yet. Yeah. You know, that's where uh, last time we met, I told you about usually I do my visualizations at home and I started going out to do it. And I went to the location where in my visualization I'm talking about and it was mind blowing. Like I came out of it like a new person. Yeah. And it was, it was because I, I felt the wind, I heard the birds, I heard the airplanes, I can smell the ocean, like it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it, it just locked it in from that moment forward, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so bringing in the um, uh, five senses and uh, making it a part of basically writing what you want in detail, engaging all five senses, right? So tell us a little bit about how the app goes about using the five senses? Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's a great question. So with the On Routine app, basically, just for people that are unfamiliar with it, um, basically the way that it works is we take in information from a user, um, they tell us basically what their goals are, and then we build out this scene with them, right? And then the scenes that we build out with them, we have questions that ask some of these different things, right? So questions such as, you know, are you sitting and standing in the scene? Where are you located? What's the temperature? Who else is there? What kind of sounds are happening, right? So we ask these types of questions with our user basically to build out this visualization experience for them that feels so real to them that 
basically they get the benefits which i'm which i've already mentioned before that it kind of sh- it starts to shift their brain and starts to have them more and more aligned with those outcomes right so it's for sure the routine app we just ask some general questions and it's super easy to get down there buttonized take that information and then it gets inputted into your uh personalized guided visualization that's awesome so when people are doing this, is it something I, I'm, and I'm asking because I think people will have this question. Mm-hmm. If I want to v- create a visualization that's maybe kind of personal, right? Mm-hmm. How, how, how do you guys go about keeping it very private to just the user? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. So one of our, our main differentiator when you look at what we do is we make everything personalized, right? There are visualizations that people don't get like today on YouTube, right? That are pre-recorded, but they don't really hit the same way because they're- yeah. I, I totally can be a testimonial to that because I've been doing many of those, even ones on like Apple Music or whatever. But once I started doing my own personal one, it's a whole new ball game, let me tell yeah. you. So, <laughs> and that's, yeah, absolutely. And that's what, that's in, not only is it like a better experience, but it's actually better- for you anyways because it's way more personalized to exactly what you're wanting to do but anyways going back so the information that we get from users a lot of it is you know very you know private information so we've set up our system in a way that no one you know unless there's like a massive hack or something could ever access that information so all that is completely private um you know there's you're the only one that gets your visualization no one else gets your visualization right so Mm -hmm. As soon as you make an account, you basically with us make a, uh, I want to say like a highway, right? A road where only our inf- only information that you share with us comes to us and only goes back to you. It goes nowhere else. Yeah. Right. So that's- everything is totally private. Cool. That's good. So I guess, I mean, that's, we wanted to talk today about engaging the five senses in visualization, super important stuff. If people have questions, they can reach out to you by visiting the website, right? Yeah, that's right. So they can visit our website at onroutine.com uh, mm-hmm. or you can email us at contact at onroutine.com as well. Yep. And then your uh, Instagram is underscore onroutine. That's right. We're trying to get just the general on routine one, but the person that currently has it doesn't look like they've posted in the last couple of years and haven't been responding to our messages. But one day we're hoping to get that actual handle. That'll, it'll have visualize it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. So, okay. So this is part one of a five-part series where we're going to go over the most important, uh, I guess, methods, strategies to effectively visualize. Because I think that's where people, it separates people from believers, non-believers, really Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I fully 100% believe in it. And I think everybody should... It should be a skill that everybody has. Everybody should know how to effectively visualize what they want, where they want to go, you know, the outcome of everything. So is there anything else that you want to say to everyone on this session before we end it? Yeah, just just one thing and just kind of going on with what you're saying there. It, you know, visualization is, you know, such an underutilized. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible how un- underutilized it is. Um, and I think a, a lot of it has to do with, um, some people might think that it's, you know, mystical or something like that. But when you actually look into visualization, you realize there's a ton of science in it, like a ton. And yeah. the benefits are pretty obvious once you kind of look at some of the, 
um, studies that have been done around visualization. So for anyone that's kind of like not sure if it's something for them, I'd say just give it a go. You can download on routine on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, whatever type of device that you have. Um, we're constantly making updates. So, um, you know, we think we're going to have a really fun and engaging solution that's going to be powerful to help individuals get to um, accomplishing their specific goals um, effectively in the next month. Like right now, it's really good. But the next couple of months, I think you're going to find a lot more features in there that's going to be super beneficial. Yeah, totally. And uh, like I said, it, for me, for a long time, visualizing, yeah, like, yeah, totally. I do it. I love it. But when you really actually learn to do it, it's a whole different ballgame. You actually start to feel the different. I do. I can honestly tell you that since we've met and you guys did the test version of the app from that day forward, it's just been getting better and better for me as far as my focus on visualization, identifying my goals, being very crystal clear about what I want and focusing on just that, you know, and including it integrating it into my visualization and you know overall i mean people watching this right now you can just shut off your device and go do a visualization right now mm -hmm. it's it's available to everyone i think where on routine makes it super personal and the way you guys the way it flows just is amazing so for the user experience right yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly the benefits you're getting is what we want to help as many people as possible do as well. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super excited to keep announcing it, you know, keep telling people about it because of my own personal experience. I'm just like, you got to try it. You got to try it. Right. Cheers. So um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for now. Tune in next uh, week. We're going to drop the next version of this series. And uh, we'll go in deep into that. It's going to be imagine the emotion attached to the outcome, which is also a big part of visualization. So between now and then, if you guys have questions, hit me up directly, hit up uh, on routine, Kyler Bruno. And either way, tune in next time. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Go Coaching video experience. It's also going to be on the podcast. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. See you guys. We'll